The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Facebook is totally living this right now. Yeah, we're live, everybody. Doyle, Juan, what's up? All right, start the start the show. I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> do what you, you got to do. Live from God knows where we're sitting because we all have weird backgrounds. This is thinking outside the long box with Gabe Juan and Doyle. I forgot that you can't see my background because I don't have a weird background. <laughs> Technically, you don't even have a foreground. Yeah, you are just, to us, you're just a red dot. How did you know I was circumcised? Oh. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. And this is our I'm listener interaction episode. Yeah, we we have learned that uh, that Juan is circumcised today. <laughs> That's really weird. Why his foreskin, his foreskin lives on him. <laughs> oh man! Doyle has been having problems all day with his internet. He has. Yeah. It's been pretty hilarious. <laughs> you're, you're getting a phone call, Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> From an so, angry Mexican. Do you think when the uh, when we die and then the Jesus gives us new bodies, do you think we have foreskins again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume so. We've got a new body. Are are we skinned? <laughs> That's a weird thing to talk about. I can't wait to go to sleep forever, Doyle. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> hey, everybody, what do you what do you guys want to chat about? Uh, well, let's start I know for sure. This thing will not give you back your foreskin, <laughs> <laughs> unless it's to pull it over your lip. Oh, I can't tell if Doyle's just smoking or if he went away again. I also cannot tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, so let's start. Uh, Juan, what's what's some of the stuff you've been entertaining yourself with besides uh, besides regular <laughs> podcast stuff? Well, so I say this every week. It's usually regular podcast stuff because that's what I consume with myself with with with. Um, but I, I have been watching a lot of House as well. I, I recently just started the first season again of that show. Um, and I, I, I like Hugh Laurie. I think he's a great actor. Um, he very much convinced me that he is uh, from the United States of America, and he is most certainly not. Um, so he does a really good job of that. Uh, I just love the show. It sucked me back in, and I've seen it probably three or four times all the way through, but I just really like watching House. It's a really great show. It is a really good show. It's 
you know, I'm not a huge fan of like police procedurals, but I, I am kind of a sucker for a doctor show. And this one in particular, because the doctor is such an asshole, it like really, really appeals to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's me on the like screen. A... <laughs> no, no way. I'm not that smart, man. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's, nobody's scripting my intelligence for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> what did you watch on Shutter this week? Uh, so I actually didn't watch too much TV this week uh, because I got a game called Elite Dangerous uh, that's basically No Man's Sky, but good. Uh, <laughs> and I've been playing the shit out of that. I also got uh, Tetris for my wife, and I've been playing a lot of Tetris, too, because Tetris is awesome. I fucking love that game. Nice. I, I definitely spent a lot more time uh, playing video games this week than I normally do. I also have been watching uh, Floor is Lava. I don't know oh. if you guys are familiar with this, yes. but Netflix has a show called The Floor is Lava, and that is fun as fuck. Like, I really am enjoying the shit out of that show. They, they Very need, much. I feel like they need to cut the... I, I feel show. like they need to cut the, the, the kind of acting that they put in the show because it's not really that great. Uh, the concept is really cool. I, we watched a couple episodes with my brother the other day, and he's like, "Man, this looks this looks interesting. Let's watch it." And it turned out to be super super cheesy, but I like the the I like the obstacles and stuff. And then I read an article that was like, "Hot floor is lava hit on Netflix." I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like this is the, this is the most popular thing on Netflix?" It was interesting. <laughs> so I watched this show didn't fully enjoy it beyond the fact that people fall and bust their ass and that's funny beyond that i was like this fucking announcer is ruining my day the acting is fucking <laughs> over the top and late and then all of a sudden i was six episodes into it so that's how i think it's really popular exactly <laughs> that is exactly what happened to us is mel and i just sat and watched it like the whole fucking thing for absolutely no reason other than <laughs> that motherfucker just fell on his face. <laughs> uh, I think Tim is trying to join. I don't know. He just said carry on. So I'm guessing that that means he's not joining. Oh, yeah, that's weird. I'm trying to add him to see what happens. Uh, Let's not talk on Facebook anymore because it's feeding into the into the uh, recording. The ding oh, the, the blink blink? Yes. Blank, blank. Oh, we want to blank, blank. I have a magic trick for you. Okay, <laughs> my, my daughter is going to show me a magic trick. Okay. All right, let's see it. Hey, four okay. people watching. Hopefully you find this magic trick amazing. Like this way? Yeah, but look at the stroller. Just, just look at... Don't look behind you. Okay. Just, don't look behind you because there's something okay. going to happen that's behind you. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Oh man, Hannah, that was an amazing magic trick. I think the whole I think the trick was to come downstairs, tell me there was a magic trick and then sit on my lap. I'm pretty sure that's what the magic trick just was. <laughs> I can't oh, yeah, but uh, with like hey, a floor is lava, I can't endorse it super hard cuz it's like it's just a less good version of Wiped Out, but it is still funny-ish, I guess. It just it just but, is. Like, there's yeah. some shows 
there's some shows that are perfect for like just turning on and having it kind of do its thing in the background while you're doing, you know, chores around the house. Like it's the kind of show that I would put on while I'm folding laundry, you know, because I don't really want to have to concentrate on something, but I also don't want to just sit in silence folding laundry. Like this show or like ultimate tag or holy moly or anything like that. Those just, crappy like almost sport game shows are are doing a titan games that show's fucking cool as hell too like i I really dig that shit i would like this show a lot more if they would stop with the cheesy acting like i don't it just it's it's just lame it's stupid just go go at it like it was serious and i would take it more serious you know what i mean I hate the, should we go this way? Is that something that we can use? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like everybody found it. Like, it was invisible. It's in the pizza oven. Everybody found it. That means they fucking told you it was in there. Stop being stupid. Like, (laughs) just just do the thing. Christy said (laughs) we should talk about food and wine. And Albert said, awesome trick. Hannah Rennie's a magician, too. <laughs> uh, talk about food and wine. Like, is that a movie, or do you just want me to talk about food and wine? I, I feel like that's just food and wine. I enjoy food. I enjoy wine less. <laughs> You'll have to have some of our homemade wine, bro. It's actually pretty good. Oh, I believe that. Oh shit! I just remembered something that we watched last night. Uh, uh, Mel and Hannah and I watched the new Dave Batista movie, The My Spy. Oh yeah, that, that was pretty fun, man. It's it's a kid. It reminds me a lot of like kids action movies from the eighties because it's rated PG thirteen. So they throw out like some salty language and like the violence is like a little more aggressive than you would expect from a children's movie. <laughs> and it made it like it made it super way more entertaining than I anticipated it being like Batista's really funny. Like Kristen Schaal is in it. And I mean, if you don't think she's funny, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Cause that, that chick's hilarious. And like the little girl is, is just, I mean, every line she delivers is great. Like she doesn't come across as just like a, a weird little kid making pretend like she comes across as like an actress. Like, she says she's nine at one point in the movie, and I'm just like, nah. <laughs> like, I have a nine-year-old. You're not nine. <laughs> Third guy. I don't know what Doyle just said. Doyle the robot over there. <laughs> I was I, I mumbling at the last part, so that could be like... I watched a lot of uh, American Restoration for no reason whatsoever. It's like an old History <laughs> Channel show. It's like, let's watch this guy build shit. That's not that fun. But I watched a lot of it. Um, I just started watching the second season of Twilight Zone, the new Twilight Zone. And the first two good. episodes are fucking better than the whole first season, which was pretty good as well. So... The nice. second season seems to me like they're like swinging pretty hard with that show, which I'm excited about. And I haven't started yet, but I plan on it. Nosferatu is also on its second season now, which just started, I believe. So I'll be watching that as well. Christy, Nosferatu. 
Christy said we need to watch Eurovision, the new Will Ferrell movie. She said it was really, so really I, funny. I saw the ad for that last night and almost watched it. Like, <laughs> because I fucking love Will Ferrell and that movie looks pretty hilarious. Like, have you guys ever watched, like, actual Eurovision? No, so she, they just found out that that was an actual thing today while they were sitting on my couch. Oh, nice. <laughs> actual Eurovision is bonkers, man. Like, some of the shit that's on that show is so weird. Like, it, it's awesome. I I try to catch, like, as many Eurovision videos as I can when it comes on. I think Doyle's froze again. Yeah, for sure he's gone. <laughs> the stubborn son of a bitch needs to move to his phone. <laughs> right? Hopefully he can hear us saying that. Yeah, stubborn son of a bitch. He's probably just sitting there like, fucking stupid phone, <laughs> internet, stupid. They can, can't hear me and I can hear everything they're saying. So dumb. I, you, know, <laughs> I bet what, that's... you know what's weird is I'm not... I know this is going to be blasphemy to some people. I'm not the biggest Will Ferrell fan. Like, I just don't... I, I just don't find most of his stuff, like, super, super entertaining. It just comes off kind of trite and dumb to me. I would say he is about 60-40 for me. Like, 40% of the time, his movie is fucking hot garbage, and it sucks ass. <laughs> and then 60% of the time, I die laughing because I can't control my laughter. Like, and then I have, I have to pause the movie to take a piss on laughing so hard. Like, that shit, like, Talladega Nights makes me laugh, like, incessantly. Like, uh, Step Brothers makes me laugh like crazy. Well, crazy. Uh, What's the what's the ice skating one? I think it's called Blades of Glory or something yes, like that. Is. Oh my god, that movie made me laugh so hard when it came out. Like I, I don't know, like I, he's getting there. I think he's getting there. Like that shit's that shit's funny to me. I, love I don't think it's I don't think it's blasphemous to say you don't like everything Will Ferrell's made though. There's tons of stuff that. <laughs> He blew whatever he did in OBS. He fucking grew like he took up the whole screen. Yeah, he did that on purpose. I think I have my phone now. <laughs> I know, but you you like you'll see it when you watch if you watch the Facebook live video. Your your yeah, whole head yeah. blew up everything, so you're covering me and Gabe all, somehow. <laughs> So is, it, is the whole is the video now just me? No, it's good. Oh. It's, it's good now. I brought it back. I just reweeded myself right there. <laughs> oh. Jesus, Doyle, talk to us about you. So you said you what you're getting ready to watch Nosferatu, and that's where you ended up. Never mind. You already told us anything. But if you want to talk about something else, go for it. <laughs> I don't know who Christy's saying to lighten up to. She said, lighten up, buddy. Lighten up, Buttercup. And that's about where I stopped, I think. Which one of which one of us needs to lighten up? Because I'm curious now. Because it's usually me. <laughs> and then I need to know what to lighten up about. Because <laughs> I really just always sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> hey, you're back. You, you're you're coming in crystal clear now, though. It's the beautiful yeah. thing. Because my phone evidently can, can pick up my internets better than my computer. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I guess it did cost about as much, so. Oh, man. So any thousand dollars now. I know, isn't that absurd? Like, like I can't even think of spending that much money on a phone. Like my phone is like, I mean, my phone is straight game, oh. like always. She told me to Uh-oh. lighten up because Will Ferrell's amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. Fucking Doyle, you got you can't do it. Do it the other way. Now you're coming in sideways, bro. <laughs> You have to go that way. Okay. <laughs> I plugged my phone in the charge, but it can't because the charge is on the thing I'm about. <laughs> this whole, I feel like you're, this whole I feel like you're a mess just tonight, marred Doyle. by Doyle's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We watched like three of the coolest fucking things that we've watched in a long ass time. And Doyle's conversation points are largely. (laughs) Know what I mean? Like. (laughs) Oh, shit, it's so funny. (laughs) All the the coronavirus' fault. Oh, man. Coronavirus fucking ruining everything. (laughs) That's so funny. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, I know Albie is is Albie still on? Uh, it does not tell me. We only have we have two people watching. I think honestly, it's uh, my brother and my sister. If I had to guess, <laughs> nice. Or and Alicia. Albie was like, "Fuck those guys." He usually does that. <laughs> oh man! Watching Quantum Leap over and over again. Uh, yeah, you, you shut your dirty whore mouth. I love Quantum Leap. Oh, so do I, but he's definitely he's definitely cry baiting to it. (laughs) Cry baiting is that a thing? It is now. (laughs) Oh man, whoo! You guys are funny today. Uh, Right now, I'm hot, man. It is fucking humid as shit in my basement. Yeah, it sounds like a place weather. I know, dude. I wish it was just always 70 degrees. Why can't it always be 70 degrees? I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> we're too far. Uh, I don't know if we're too far from or close to the equator. We're just too far. We're just too far. Petrie has become a full-time pirate parrot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Petrie's the star of the show. We all know that. I can kick her off my shoulder and she jumps like legitimately back on the second I kick her. It's like shit. Oh man. I'm trying to add my wife in apparently. She wants they want to join and they're drunk in the backyard, so we'll see how that goes. Uh I'm out. You're never out. Yeah, I'm out. Stop being a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. I'll be a baby if I want. Don't you know I'm a liberal snowflake? Don't be a snowflake. <laughs> uh, right now I'm the sweatiest snowflake ever. 
You can't be a Satanist and a snowflake. <laughs> no, he's not. I can see his mouth moving, but there is zero sound. He said that you can't be a Satanist and a snowflake. Is Juan still there? Yes, you, we can't hear you. Well, not your head, yes. It's you. You can hear Juan? <laughs> yes. It was my speakers. It's One second. you. It was. So for some... <laughs> For some reason, and I think it's because Hannah is like running back and forth upstairs with my phone, like every once in a while, my headphones just disconnect from my computer. And I think it's because they're like connected to my phone and then disconnecting from my phone and reconnecting to my computer. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. I think the Dark Lord turned off his speakers when I mentioned his name. Oh, yeah. He didn't <laughs> yeah. want me to. He didn't want me to be offended by your insult to the Dark Lord Satan. I just said, I don't think you can be a Satanist and a snowflake at the same time. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'm, I mean, probably not. Like, demon lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. So, uh, how about that uh, 2020, guys? I mean, like, obviously, we're all, we talked about it last time, we're all, like, pro, like, what's going on, but with that, obviously, comes some videos of just, like, ridiculous fucking people. Have you guys seen the one where it's a black girl, like, yelling at a white lady that her, she's literally yelling, my opinion is worth more than yours because I'm black, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not positive for the movement. <laughs> So a- I've seen all sorts of crazy videos. Like AJ said, Voldemort, screw Satan. Um, he said, he said <laughs> that went dark both, quick. And Megan both said, fictional characters. Megan said that happens to me if I'm home and Jeremiah has my car. When he pulls into the garage, I lose audio because the Bluetooth connects to my car. Shit show 2020 is a shit show. <laughs> it is. It's well, somebody. Juan will probably get this joke. Uh, a little better than Doyle, but somebody, <laughs> somebody. Well, no, it's a wrestling joke, is why somebody <laughs> posted on one of the wrestling boards that I that I frequent that 2020 feels like it was written by Vince Russo, and I thought that was really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that at all. So yeah, so, see, exactly. It's not mean. You just aren't familiar with the subject matter. It's okay. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Megan specifically for right now, and I'm gonna make an apology. To all of our Patreon supporters later, because I think they deserve an apology. Um, yes. I, I want to say I'm sorry. And again, I'm going to make a whole video about it later. Um, we haven't been doing our job, and a part of that is me. Um, a part of that is just I haven't had the time, and we have everything's crazy right now in the world. Um, but we definitely need to do a better job of making Patreon videos. Uh, we definitely need to make – I mean, we they they deserve it. We owe it to them, and it's our fault that we're not fucking getting it done. Um, and so, you know, I wanted – I'm going to make a personal thing that, that is not included in this because I don't think a lot of people watch these while they're happening. And so I, I'll, I'll <laughs> say I'll, I apologize, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can get back on track, and I am going to try and fucking get – every Patreon gift here done within the next week or so and send those out. Um, but I, I just wanted to take a little bit of time to say sorry to those Patreon supporters. 
That is super valid. Like, definitely, now that I have access to a computer while my wife is working, I've been a lot more productive with my work, and that is also allowing me to be a lot more productive with the podcast. Like, you know, I mean, I I am able to turn around the interviews and, like, send them to Juan, like, that same day, so now I just need to keep working on that level of effort to get some more Patreon stuff up because that has been a pain in my ass for like the last few months. Just not having a computer from like eight in the morning to like six or seven at night fucking blows, especially when you're trying to make your living off the internet and also like make content for a show. So we, and I know AJ, AJ just said you should be sorry. And I know he's joking, but I, I honestly have been sitting on, on shitty feelings for the last two, two weeks. And, uh, I, I, I like, I don't even know how to put it into words right now. I just, I, I feel like a jack off, you know, I don't, I don't feel good about it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I can only try and do better. Yeah. Forgiveness, please. <laughs> God, you know how to ruin a moment, Doyle. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I'm gonna just continue to sit here and sweat. How's that sound? Take your shirt Fuck. off. Take your shirt off. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Just matted hair. And- Dude, see all they'd take the video down because there's titties in it. <laughs> <laughs> they did just kick. Uh, they did just kick get Doyle out for security reasons. <laughs> they did. I mean, probably because he's a terrorist, though. <laughs> yeah. Next is the country. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna deport you. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. Side note, that'd be give that give me a cool opportunity to go to Mexico. I haven't been there in a while. This <laughs> week, think about how bad it'll be when I'm in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They might have way better Wi-Fi there. You don't know. <laughs> they probably do. Who knows if that's where they'd send me? It'd be like to Guatemala, you go. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. You're stuck there, buddy. Sorry. From Thailand, I'm like, what the fuck? No, see, Thailand, I'd go. I'd go to Thailand. Yeah, but I mean, that's why, so much. If I why ever... wouldn't you go to Why wouldn't you go to Guatemala? It I, sounds like you I, hate Guatemalans I hear, or something. I hear a lot of bad things about Guatemala. I don't, so I'm just this is a little scary times right now, Gabe. <laughs> Juan, that's outside. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to go outside for that now. Like, it's no biggie. This is fine. Everything's fine. That's true. So so AJ just made the correct point that when you go out of the country, it's not Wi-Fi anymore. It's Wi-Fi. Yeah. (laughs) I have been to many, many, I've been to three or four different countries, and that is a universal term. Huh. You mean you mean like the metric system? <laughs> there are there are zero trumps in Guatemala. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's funny that it's Wi-Fi everywhere else. Yeah, like it weird. figures that we would be the only people. We are like the people that say GIF. <laughs> <laughs> America is the gif sayers of the world. (laughs) 
My name is Yes. <laughs> well, if I can count on anything, it's for you to slip in with a one-liner that makes me laugh. <laughs> so, that's what I got. <laughs> so, you guys, I know Doyle had said you're looking forward to Nosferatu season two, and that you're really enjoying Twilight Zone season two. What are you? Is there anything you're looking forward to, Juan? Uh, nope. I'm looking... <laughs> I, I wow, <can't>... okay then. <laughs> my, my problem is I forget that things are coming, and then they're just there, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to watch this thing. Uh, I did that with Mar- with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I, I've... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been, in my opinion, has been really, really good for, for this last season, and I'm sad to see it go. Um, but I, I don't... I, I have this weird... Like, I have a really really bad memory and so if you've ever kind of seen me write notes they're really long because or else i won't remember anything and so i just don't remember that things are coming out and then all of a sudden they're here and i'm like oh shit i need to watch that thing so i don't have a lot of anticipation especially right now because there's no movies coming out because usually that i see that over and over and over again trailers and shit online or on my tv and that keeps it in the loop in my head for me and uh, there's nothing coming out right now. Mulan just got pushed back another another month, and I I, I feel like that's going to just keep happening. Yeah, there's a ton, there's a ton of stuff that's just being put on hold, and I mean, like every you know we've talked about this in several interviews, but people are starting to have things coming out, or they had something that was like in post-production already and it just happens to be rolling out right now like it's it's pretty interesting time because in like nine ten months if this kind of keeps going on what happens then when like nothing's really been in production right you know like where where do you go when there's literally nobody working (laughs) you know it's gonna it it could potentially get really really weird for television and movies and like be one of those situations where like things just aren't coming out aj says zero trumps given uh he also (laughs) said the mandalorian season two i'm I'm actually really excited for that as well um yeah and then uh megan said jeremiah says jiff for gif and he blames peanut butter I mean, that's fair, but you're wrong, Jeremiah. <laughs> I am excited for Mandalorian. I will tell you that uh, I, I watched some reality TV with my wife. Um, we're watching uh, Married at First Sight Australia, which is already shot. It, it already came out in Australia, and they're showing it here in the United States. Um, but that show has actually taken a step during the coronavirus and they came out with the married at first sight couples cam so it's it's the 10 i think 10 couples who are have stayed married during the process they each have individual like handy cams and so it's not about them going out into the world in as much as it's more about them filming themselves while everything's going on and i thought that that was a pretty genius like turn to 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 uh adapt with what's going on in the world so there's no crew there's no nothing you just you video yourself and then you send it off to somebody to edit it which they can do on a computer 
That's pretty cool. It's kind of like how um, for the scenes that they hadn't finished for Holy Moly, they they animated them. It's like the same idea. It's a it's a job that somebody can do from home and and make that. Like, I wonder if we end up seeing like in the next like year, year and a half more animated things like more, you know, computer like design things, that sort of stuff. I, I feel like we could really start to see some cool like. Like the Flintstones and the Jetsons used to be on primetime television. Like, and I wonder if like we can start seeing like, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS start to have like an animation block like Fox does. It it could be really interesting. Megan says that she is watching 90 Day Fiance, which is aligned the same along the same line as uh as Meredith for Sight. It's, it's yeah. It's crazy because it's like I usually don't like real shit like this because it tends to be really fucking lame uh but i don't know how and i think it's because my wife is so excited about it and you get to watch two random people get married and then be like you know so it's kind of crazy to watch two people just all of a sudden get thrown into a situation um (laughs) i I think i'm just obsessed with carnage maybe (laughs) (laughs) Statistically speaking, I can't imagine that this show's success rate is anywhere near the average, which is terrible for marriages lasting. So it's it's <laughs> it's one. The average is one per season. Like that's not how it works because there are seasons where they all of the couples have not uh, stayed together. But it's it's ten couples have stayed together and been married for a, a certain amount of time, and they're already having babies and shit. And there's ten seasons at this point, so. Do they do they like win something if they get married and stay together for like no. a certain amount of time? No, okay. it's literally just a show about trying to find like a, a successful marriage. That's the that's the only premise is that you've never mm. seen these people before. Like they've never hopefully they've never seen each other before. The first time they see each other is on the altar. They get married. It's a legally binding marriage here in the United States. And then after 90 days, they decide if they want to keep moving forward being married or if they want to get an annulment. Huh. That's really interesting. Like, what an interesting... It's, I don't it's, know. I might kinda, actually watch a couple episodes. It's, <laughs> it's a modern take on uh, an arranged marriage, you know, because a lot of the times those right. people don't know each other. And it just kind of happens. I think it's, I think it's interesting. Yeah, that does sound, like, vaguely fascinating. I might actually watch it. (laughs) AJ said, it's always the wife's fault. My wife puts it on, dot, dot, dot. So I get to watch it, too. Uh, And Megan said, (laughs) Megan said, it's like the train wreck. You just can't look away. Oh, man. Sometimes shows that are the train wreck people are the best shows. Sometimes I can't fucking handle them. Like, they just, the people make me so mad that I can't watch the show. There should be a show that's just arranged marriage. Like, no game show involved. It's just you show up, you're fucking married now. And we filmed that carnage. That's what, that's what this <laughs> um, show is. That's exactly what this show is. There's no oh, prizes. No, there's no, no nothing. I just assumed that, like... So, so it's only about one couple each season. I guess no, I assume. Probably. That's yeah. That's about the success rate. You, there, I think there are now there are five couples in each season. Hmm. That's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, Megan asked yeah. if there was a prenup built into it, and there is a prenup built into each marriage. Oh, there would have to be, especially with, like, the situation you're putting yourself in. Like, could you imagine how fucking awful that would be if you married somebody for a TV show and then they're like, yep, I get half your income for the rest of my life. Like, that would <laughs> fucking blow. <laughs> AJ said would be... they're so starved for content that now they have 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk. It's episodes of 90 Day Fiance done in Mystery Science Theater 3000, but with previous couples instead of droids made out of a gumball machine and lacrosse stick. Oh, my God. So that sounds fucking awful. Real, real marriages? like They're real legal marriages. So they're... They, they what? People are like hooking up and everything. Like this is fucking weird. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't watch them hook up, but yes, they talk about their sex lives. This would be the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it's it's interesting because like, like if you so, pitched this to me to be on it and I didn't know it was a show or anything, I would think you were fucking crazy. No, person. so 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 you don't get pitched to be on it. You you actually go through because there's the the three people who run it are like a psychologist, a sex, like they have degrees in, in yeah, marriage counseling and stuff. Process. I'm just saying like, if you were pitching it to me, like it wasn't a real thing yet. You know what I mean? Oh, like you were the produ- like you were the TV station. Yeah. Like I would be like, are you fucking kidding? Like, well, it, it's on, it's on lifetime. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much par for what's on lifetime. <laughs> Super weird. It's pretty interesting. You should give it a watch. Gabe's yelling at somebody. I'm not saying it's not like interesting. No, I'm, I'm not yelling. My daughter's just asking me a question that that I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> the show with. And but now you brought attention to it, so so now I I, I love have to. to do that. Megan says she's been <laughs> rewatching episode of Hell's Kitchen. Yelling chaos. I just can't stop watching for some weird ass reason. Hell's Kitchen is like one of my favorite like shows to be upset with. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's it's one of those shows where you're like watching people make like obvious mistakes and you just sit there and make fun of them and you get angry with them, but then you realize that in that kind of high pressure like situation, I would definitely make some of those same mistakes <laughs> and like it, it's just one of those things where you're like, how could you be so stupid to ignore the room for like two minutes too long? But I've worked in a professional kitchen and have done the exact same fucking thing, but I still like to yell at them for being so stupid, even though I would fucking get kicked off that show like week four, probably, <laughs> you know, like I'm curious what his standard of food is. I'm assuming it's way higher than most people's because like some of the shows they go to Obviously, the kitchen's like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Why is this place open? But sometimes he's up there and I'm like, this just looks like an okay restaurant. Where if like I went there, I probably wouldn't be like blown away. But I'd probably be like, yeah, it's a ten dollar food thing that I bought. Where he was like, I wouldn't feed this to my fucking dog. Shit. <laughs> How dare you bring this to me on a plate? I love the videos where, and there's only like two or three of them where he actually likes the restaurant's food and he has like nothing to say to them. 
I love too when he realizes he's taking it too far on the show and he has to like be sincere for a minute. <laughs> he's like, listen, clearly you fucking suck, but I wasn't trying to say you shouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's like, let me help yeah. you. Megan I said, can- like, like, why the fuck would you serve him raw chicken? <laughs> yeah. It's raw. <laughs> if you overcook it by 15 seconds, he'll bite your neck off for that. I do love when he calls people things like potato. <laughs> like it seems like it's like so beyond like like if somebody were to make fun of me because of like my race or being fat or something, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But to like imply that I'm as stupid as a fucking inanimate object, that's really fucking hurtful, man. <laughs> also, some of the ways that he likes his stuff is just not American. So like this will yes. sound weird, but he I remember one episode where he was critiquing um, scrambled eggs. And he shows her how to make a scrambled egg. And I, so I made it the way that he makes it. Nobody in America makes scrambled eggs like that. Because it's runny. Like, they're runny. They're still, yeah, they're still runny. They're kind of weird. And I was like, this is just not how we eat them. On on his yeah. YouTube channel, he has a, a whole a, one whole video dedicated to this is how you make the perfect egg. Scrambled yeah. egg. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't disagree when I made his scrambled egg. I did like it. But I was like, it's not what I was used to at all. Like, yeah. If I got that There's, at restaurant, I would be like, this is kind of weird. Even at like a high-end breakfast place, you would be hard-pressed to find somebody that makes soft scrambled eggs like that. Like, that's just not a thing most people do. I don't know. AJ said <clears throat> about the chicken, if it was any more raw, it would have walked right off the fucking plate, you mop it. And Megan said, <laughs> I just watched an episode where he said that about a raw steak. <laughs> it's raw. I... <laughs> <laughs> when 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 somebody cooks like raw chicken his over like i understand like it's bad like that's a bad thing you should never do that but he knows he knows what kind of like fucking pressure cooker he's putting them in and he fucking knows that they're gonna make those mistakes so his fucking over the top reaction if he was a boss like in a regular restaurant like his cooks would fucking revolt if he was like that he cannot possibly be like that at his actual restaurants like no no like tenured fucking like 25 plus year chef is gonna let fucking anybody (laughs) talk to them like that no matter how fucking famous that person is you know what i mean like he has to be way more respectful of the people that actually work for him i wonder if they talk to the people beforehand where they're like Listen, he's going to shit all over just about anything that you make it. <laughs> and he's going to kick it up a notch than what's normal, so it's just a TV show. I, 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 think, that, I think that the people who, who actually work for him in a professional setting are probably super, super fucking skilled. Whereas, well, yeah, and they're and like you said, they're not in a you know they're not in a high pressure. Somebody's breathing down their neck maybe all the time as much as he is because I doubt he's in his restaurants all the time, you know. So it's probably a different situation. But uh, Megan said his scrambled eggs are weird. Uh, AJ said, "Who said this guy dismantles people on the regular? Let's give him a kids version of this show." Um, And Megan said, "No." (laughs) 
Megan said, no, he's actually talked about it in interviews where Hell's Kitchen is dramatized just for TV. He's actually a pretty nice guy. On the kids' right. show, he's super nice to the kids. Like, ridiculously nice. On on Adult Master Chef, he's actually pretty nice on that, too. Like, he definitely will, like, rip your fucking food apart, but in general, he's pretty pleasant to, like, the contestants. Like, yeah. unless, unless they try to tell him that they know better than he does... <laughs> Which is always fucking hilarious as some <laughs> dude that cooks in his own fucking kitchen and has never done any other cooking anywhere else goes, no, no, I know better than you. And he's like, bitch, for real? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like when he takes people like that down on MasterChef. But in general, he's like really pretty pleasant to people on the show. I just love how on every show, like no matter what show it is, when someone tries to make risotto, I'm like, no, you fool. Like, no, one's ever, <laughs> no one has ever made a risotto that this man likes. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's because it's like it's like the centerpiece of like several of his, like the appetizer course of several of his restaurants. So like you know it's like one of his it's it's like if I owned 15 restaurants and every single one of them had the same mac and cheese. That means I fucking love that mac and cheese and fucking nothing else. Like, it's the <laughs> same difference. That nothing that anybody makes that they call a risotto is going to be satisfying to him because it's not his. He doesn't <laughs> fucking... He wants to eat his risotto and fucking nobody else's. Dude, if I was on that show and he told me to make a risotto, I'd just be like, just yell at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Megan said he's really she she agrees with Gabe. He's really constructive and encouraging in Master Chef, especially the kids' version. And then AJ said yeah. he's nice until you cook his scallops for ninety-two seconds instead of ninety <laughs> seconds. That is true. Megan said, "Don't attempt risotto or a souffle ever." Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it's so fucking notoriously hard to get right anyways that it's might as well act like those don't exist in the food <laughs> I know we've somebody about... asked us go ahead somebody asked us to talk about food and wine and here we are <laughs> uh, AJ said mac and cheese mmm cracker barrel I don't I don't really okay. like I, I, I think I've said this before on here I'm not a mac and cheese so I don't really like from scratch mac and cheese I'm weird. I like. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I'm telling you. I've heard that before. This is a Mexican thing, Juan, because my only experience with mac and cheese until adulthood was craft. It's amazing. I like. No, that's true. That's true. I like processed mac and cheese in a box. Exactly. So once I came across real mac and cheese, I was like, what is this nonsense? Like, <laughs> it's not very cheesy nonsense. And it's not twice baked. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I'm just saying I make a really good baked mac and cheese that I'll make for you guys when there's sure coronavirus. Won't like it as much as craft, and it's not your fault. It's just I bet you will. I bet you will. I bet you'll eat it and be like, oh, yeah, Gabe makes really good mac and cheese, and I like it better than Kraft. And if you don't say that, I'll stab you and get some help to drag your body out to my backyard. I'm like, yeah, it's so good, Gabe. Can I go home now? <laughs> no, eat it all. <laughs> Megan said, you're welcome for this rabbit hole of a conversation, and Christy said, Cracker Barrel is disgusting. I don't uh, – I've only eaten a Cracker Barrel like cracker one time. Barrel. It's so gross. 
Everything about Cracker Barrel is like nasty to me. <laughs> and there was, I could tell they didn't appreciate me being there, and I didn't appreciate. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> AJ said they box up their mac and cheese for retail sales. I don't think I'll give it a go. Uh, so I'm excited. I know we've talked about this before, but while we're on the food subject, I I we went from one worst cooks in America season celebrity edition to a regular worst cooks in America season like within a week of each other, and I fucking nice. love that show. Um, this time it's uh, Alex Gornashelli. She's on it. Um, it's always uh, shit. What's her name now that I can't remember? Holy crap. Um, the uh, Mario Batali sous chef. I know who I you're talking about. I can't remember her name. Holy cow. Um, but it's she's always the mainstay, and then there's always somebody else who kind of comes in to challenge her. And Alex, Alex is funny. If you have not watched, though, the season with Alton Brown in it, you fucking have to go watch that season. Alton Brown is so funny because he he's like the in the show he's like the nice version of Gordon Ramsay in that he's not tolerating your bullshit but he's like not overly aggressively mean about it. He's just very sarcastic so he comes off super hilarious. It's fucking it's really good. I have seen Alton Brown be fucking downright vicious with people talking about their food. Like that guy, he knows so much about food that he assumes you also know it. And if you don't, <laughs> he fucking will rip you a new asshole. Like on, it's not chopped. What's the, the other one? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think chopped is the only one that I know about. Oh man, no! Isn't isn't the other guy on on Chopped and he does this other show? Alton Brown does his own his own show. Like it's just him. There's no. Oh, he used to do Kitchen uh, Nightmares, I think, or Kitchen Cutthroat. No, kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm trying to think of. On Cutthroat Kitchen, he's fucking brutal with people, dude. He will like just fucking tear your shit apart. And it is fucking hilarious because it's people that come in and think they're like hot shit. And this dude has like memorized everything there is to know about food because he's some kind of fucking weird savant. Like, <laughs> I will. There was something there was a kind of small little tiff and I think they resolved it later. But uh, Anthony Bourdain had kind of and I don't think he meant to. He slided Alton Brown somehow and it almost said like he's not a real cook or something and Alton Brown was like uh I've got like 300 episodes of just how to cook shit so keep your mouth shut you know what i mean kind of thing and i, <laughs> I don't remember that i don't yeah. think either one of them really was like what the fuck like <laughs> what the how why'd you call me out but it was kind of funny uh Megan said when i was a kid every year for my birthday i just wanted mac and cheese and hot dogs for dinner it was always craft until one year my mom tried to be fancy and make it from scratch. Scratch. She went back to craft after that. Um, <laughs> Megan said both of the drowns agreed that Cracker Barrel's gross. I'm sorry if I butchered your last name. AJ said heard anything about the Perry Mason reboot on the home box office. Uh, Megan said I love Cutthroat Kitchen with Alton Brown. AJ said I love this food science show from back in the day. A full episode dedicated to the hot wing Preach on Alton Brown. Um, so going back to the Perry Mason thing, I did hear about this. 
I saw not like a trailer or anything, but I think I saw like an article about it that was talking about how it was going to be like a pretty like intense kind of version of the show, like taken way more seriously than uh, than uh, than the old show was. And it looks like uh, it's already. Yeah, it's already out. Like it's got two episodes out from what I can tell. It premiered June 21st. So a week ago. Yeah. It looks, I mean, it looks pretty cool. And I, you know, detective stuff, like I'm not a huge fan of police procedurals, but like the kind of like detective, like noir show or like the lawyer show, I tend to like a little bit better uh, because they, it just seems like a more interesting thing than like cop arrest people. You know, it's like Perry Mason looks like something that I would be pretty interested in. The first episode was pretty good. I watched it actually a few days ago. Um, There is an unnecessary scene with a really big fat guy running around with his really big dick flopping around. But (laughs) uh, (laughs) the first episode is about like fucking murdered baby, like exes stitched into its size. It's like, Jesus. Wow. Brutal. Yeah, when you murder a baby in the first 15 seconds of a show, you know, it's brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan. It was, it was I'm Megan. excited to watch see what comes up next. For some reason, I thought Perry Mason was, like, kind of comedic. Nah, yeah, nah. like, so the old, the old show is, like, he's kind of, like, he's a genteel, like, kind of lawyer that's, like, sarcastic and, like, kind of a dickhead, but, like, really funny. Like, the show is not... The old Perry Mason show, I guess, like, the original one is a little bit more, like, film noir, but the one with, like, Andy Griffith that was, like, out in the 90s was very jokey, like... You get, you get a few scenes like that in here, like, there's a courtroom scene where he's on trial, or he's a witness, you get a little bit of it, and then you get, like, kind of a funny-ish moment with, like, the big dick fat guy running scene, but the right. rest of the show pretty fucking dark and like his life is pretty dismal but it did look good though so i i was actually excited about that show it was totally different than what i thought i was totally coming on for like an almost slapstickish jokey thing but it's not that at all you were you were expecting something like totally different i was expecting now something I... more the lines of dick tracy than like right than what it is but it's still very good Megan said, Alton Brown is the Bill Nye of the Food Channel. AJ said, (laughs) Gabe is the Law & Order podcast host. Uh, I don't like Law & Order either. There's too many of them. I I like Law & Order proper. I like the the original Law & Order. I don't like any of the other ones. Man, I could have sworn... I could have sworn that Andy Griffith was in a version of Perry Mason like back in the in like the eighties or early nineties and I'm not finding it. And it's kind of driving me crazy. Oh, I'm thinking of Matlock. <laughs> hey, uh, Doyle, everything I said about Perry Mason being jokey, I take back. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, I never saw the original, but for some reason, for some reason I thought it was like in my brain, maybe I was, also confusing it with Matt Locke for some reason. I don't know. So, so like, 
So the old Perry Mason show is very serious. Like, and it t- it's like a very like film noir, like thirties detective kind of story. Like something that, uh, like the, just like the old kind of like crime detective stories. Then Matlock is a totally different show that I thought was Perry Mason. And then like the new Perry Mason is also very serious. So yes, <laughs> I'm glad that I could clear that up. Jonathan. Jonathan Blackshire and David A.D. are fighting on our Facebook page. Are they really? Yeah, I've been ignoring it this whole time. <laughs> is it is it about is it about masks? It's about uh, masks, yes, sir. Because I put up the nice. I put up the alien meme. I thought it would be funny, and here they are fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking it, wear. I know Jonathan Blackshire is on the wear your mask side, so fucking wear your mask, like. <laughs> Uh, AJ said it's next to the Shazam movie that Sinbad did. <laughs> Dude, 100% exactly true. I definitely had a a straight up uh, Mandela effect moment there. Like I could have sworn there was a fucking Perry Mason show in the 90s like that. And I it just when you said Psycho and I thought American Psycho, I was like actually I thought that in my brain. I was like am I Mandela affecting this shit? Like <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure Christian Bell was an A Psycho movie. Did you guys watch Mindhunters on Netflix? It's a maze balls. So I have seen part of the first episode and then fell asleep, which really sucks because it was really, really interesting and I just haven't had a chance to get back to it. Mindhunters? Yeah, it's about the guy that um it's about the guy that originally uh, created uh, profiling, like criminal profiling, and yeah. how, if I remember right, it's about like the Zodiac killer or something. But like the guy's trying to like hunt down a serial killer, and it's it's a really famous case. I just don't remember which one it is off the top of my head. I'm sure was it AJ that brought it up? The yes. I'm sure AJ can tell us what it's actually about. <laughs> I remember that show Dark. I guess it's like the seventh highest rated show. So it's pretty cool. It looks pretty I cool. Think my 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 brother and my sister brought so, that up today. The first six episodes, like nothing fucking happens. Mm-hmm. I've heard it. It looks trippy as fuck when you watch the like trailers for it and shit. So I'm assuming things start happening eventually. But like. <laughs> I'm watching this movie and I'm like the show and I'm like this is a whole nother hour where nothing happens. Good night, Megan. Okay. Have a good night. I do. I wanted to say that night, you, Megan. you may not hear this because we're on a delay, but have a good night. Bye bye. And then once the sixth episode happens, I'm starting to realize more that like the storylines about different time periods are happening at the same time, but there's no real difference in the way that they look. Hmm. So. You can't tell unless you are really paying attention to these characters but like i was watching it more in the background so i was just getting really frustrated so i think you might have to actually pay the fuck attention to that show if you watch it it sounds cool as hell like i i like stuff like that though so it's definitely all about like time travel and because the sixth episode cleared up a lot of what had been going on i knew (laughs) i knew there was some time travel happening in the show but i didn't realize like 
that these different times were like the same people, but at different times and they got lost in time and now they're back in the regular time and like, <laughs> what's going on. So, so I'm, <laughs> I am interested in it though. Cause the, like I said, from the previews, it looked pretty wild. So I'm excited that wild things might start happening. Christy said, <laughs> Christy said, dark is amazing. I think they're, I think the third season is about to come out or something. They're waiting on that. Uh, AJ said the birth of the BAU in the FBI. I don't know what that means. They touch on a bunch of prolific serial killers. The actors that portray them do fucking amazing. Nice. Uh, That must be a show. Yeah, it is a show. Like I said, I've seen part of the first episode and fell asleep and then just got caught up in other stuff that, that we're watching, you know? Warrior Nun's coming out soon on Netflix. That show looks pretty cool. Warrior Nun? Warrior Nun? Is that what you said? <laughs> it looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I, love that we, I love that me and Gabe were just in sync. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, granted, I thought the same thing, but until Netflix, like, suggested it to me, it's like, you might like this. I oh. watched the trailer, and I was like, yeah, it actually looks pretty good. Christy said that the third season just came out for Dark. Can you? You should ask her if I'm wrong and that like the first several episodes did not make any sense to me. Like, does that? Did they start like coming together more? Like in the first season or the third season? The first season. I just started watching this show, The Dark. Dark. Uh, this warrior nun looks dope as fuck. Oh. <laughs> A stupid name. <laughs> I mean, that is what it's about, though. True. It's very descriptive. <laughs> it is very descriptive. <laughs> that comes out on the second. Maybe that could be one of our uh, one of our upcoming shows episodes. Let's do it. Uh, it comes out on the second of July. Yes, sir. Yep. Let's let's do that for that's, the next episode. That's let's when do- the first episode comes out. It says so. I don't I don't know. I wonder is Netflix not binging things anymore because it just says first episode so, date. So no, I'm pretty sure that's all like they usually do. Mine says season one coming Thursday. So yeah, that's July second. I know. I'm just I'm just saying like I'm oh, in it says season Netflix one. and it says season gotcha. one coming Thursday. Gotcha. Yeah. The Order Season 2 also came out recently. The first season was pretty good, but I haven't watched the second season yet. So Christy agrees with you. She said, yes, the first few episodes are a little confusing, but when it comes together, it's crazy and good. So whose turn is it for Pop Culture Classic? Is it the show's turn? Ours. Yes, sir. Okay. So, for sure, let's watch Warrior Nun, because I'm 100% sold on that shit. Also, Felix says that uh, we should watch a call called Sex Drive, because it's funny. The movie? Uh, I don't know. It just says, Felix says, watch Sex Drive. Hilarious. There's like an older movie called Sex Drive. It's a comedy. I mean, it was pretty funny. Maybe it's the 2000... Maybe that's what she's trying to get at for the... For the pop culture classic, because it came out in 2008. I think it was hilarious that the X-rated, like, uncut version of it, they just superimposed, like, 
porn stars walking on the screen butt naked, and that's how they made this. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, you, you know what I really wanted to watch that uh, that uh, that uh, we uh, we had kind of talked about a while ago, but I don't. I, I think I chose the last one for the show, so you guys can feel free to do whatever. But uh, we had talked about watching the uh, Bruce Lee movie. Um, shit, which one is it that we were talking about? Enter the Dragon or or Fists of Fury or I think it's Enter the Dragon. Let's see here. Uh, way of Way of the Dragon. <coughs> way of the Dragon. The Way of the Dragon. You wanted to watch the one where he fights Chuck Norris, right? Yes, correct. I don't remember which one that is. It's the Way it's of the, the Dragon. Oh. Yeah, he just looked it up. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. That that sounds like a good pulp cut pop culture classic, and it's one of like the Bruce Lee movies that I don't think like a ton of people watch. Like most people watch Fist of Fury, Big Boss Man, and Enter the Dragon. So it's funny is I think he actually I I don't know if it's like urban legend, but I think he actually hurt Chuck Norris in this movie. Probably. So we have. Uh. Warrior Nun, Way of the Dragon. So we need one more. Do we? Who? Who was talking about Dark? Do we want to watch Dark? Yeah, let's do it. Three seasons. Yeah, I'm down. Somebody kind of started. Let's just stick with like the first season, maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll probably watch as much as I can, but yeah, first season is fine. Yeah, let's let's shoot for first season, and you know, if we get further, we get further. I'll I'll go for that. That sounds good. Cool. There we go. All right. Sounds oh, like next shit. next recording session, everybody, we will be listening to or listening to watching uh, Dark. We will be watching Warrior Nun, and we will be watching Bruce Lee's Way of the Dragon. Sounds like a pretty cool episode. Yeah. Or series of episodes, I should say. So we've been going for an hour. You wanna you wanna let us let us out? Yeah, that sounds sounds about like that time. So on that note, everybody, be sure to my, visit us at my, my 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 brother just one older than me. My brother Jesse just slipped in and said Chuck Norris can't be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. He looks. At, Christy said, "I heard Chuck Norris died of COVID." <laughs> uh, I really, I, I feel like that would have been way more on the news. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, <laughs> uh, be sure to check us out, TOTLB.com. That's where you can find all of our social media contacts. And, of course, you can support us on Patreon.com slash TOTLB. Uh, we are working towards it. Like, like, like Juan said, sorry that we've been slacking. We will get back to that. Uh Oh, yeah. Be sure to find us on YouTube at tinyurl.com slash TOTLBTube. And, of course, as always, please give us a call if there's anything that you've been watching that you think we should watch or something you've been watching that you think we should definitely steer away from. Give us a call, 970-573-6148. If Chuck Norris died... I don't even care if it's for the show. If you find something interesting, let us know. We may just want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, we we uh, watch things. We do watch things. Um, 
Snope says that Chuck Norris did not die of COVID-19, <laughs> but it's possible that Michael Kirk died of it from a midget. <laughs> Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline, 970-573-6148. Be sure to give us a call. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Uh, have a good night. Yeah. Bye, yeah. everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production. <laughs>